Welcome to the Free Lawyer Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Miles. The Free Lawyer Podcast is designed for the lawyer, entrepreneur, or professional who is in some way unfulfilled, stressed, or stuck, and is looking for something better. We will discuss various blocks that limit us from achieving the personal freedom that we all desire, but have not yet fully experienced. And we will give actionable steps to free yourself from them. Are you looking to achieve a new level of success? If so, this podcast is for you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of The Free Lawyer. And today's going to be just a, a bombshell of an episode. I'm, I'm so happy to have with us today, Erin Gurner. Um, she's a lawyer turned life coach. And in fact, the, the top rated coach in Dallas and one of the top in the world. And she's going to share with us some of her insights today about what's going on in the legal profession and, and how we can create a life that is more fulfilling for us. Erin, how are you doing today? I am so great. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're we're excited. You know, we're excited to have you, Aaron. Um, you know, briefly, tell me a little bit about your journey. I know you are a practicing lawyer, and 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 now you're focusing on coaching other lawyers, women lawyers. Tell me about your journey and how you got to where you are today. Sure. So yeah, I was a practicing attorney for a little over seven years, first big law and then in-house. And during that time in-house, I became pregnant and had my first daughter. And when I came back to that job after maternity leave, um, I'm sure any moms listening to this can probably resonate. You, You really do come back a different person, right? Your values, things have shifted and changed. However, you come back to the same environment. And that environment, unfortunately, was not very flexible or conducive to me being a young mother at that time. And so my husband's business was taking off. He's also an attorney. And so I decided to step back and stay home with the kids. I had another daughter and was ready to go back. I really was kind of feeling like I had an identity crisis, right? Like I left the law. Who am I if I'm not a lawyer? I was so grateful and feel so blessed to be able to stay home with my kids, but I knew that there was something more. I just didn't know what that was. And so as luck would have it and very serendipitously, I fell into a social selling opportunity, which I picked up as a side hustle while I was going back to part-time law. And what that side hustle did was introduce me to the concept of personal development that I had never even been introduced to before. And it led me on a journey of not only coaching other leaders within that company to become, you know, the highest versions of themselves, but I got educated, hired a coach myself and really leaned into this space because I knew in my soul that this was where I was supposed to be. And coupled with the fact that I am a lawyer and I have a very unique understanding of women in the law. And I knew that I could serve these women with my knowledge. And it's not about arriving or doing things better. It's just about being a couple steps ahead so I can reach back and pull them up with me. Um, And so that's really what I do at Erin Gurner Coaching. And um, it is just it's such a blessing and I love to be able to serve women in the law um, and just help them know that there's a better and different way. Fantastic. Fantastic. couple kind of follow-up comments and, and, and a question. Um, you know, I too 
went on journey of personal development. The first started when I got sober in recovery, and that's a kind of transformational practice. And then maybe five years ago, I started a social selling business too. And I think with all of them, that's a big deal, personal development. And you know, it's funny, not many lawyers choose or have the time to really do personal development. They they may go to CLEs and learn how the nuances of their particular niche in, in the legal community, but as a person, our values, our characteristics, we often stop growing, don't we? We do. And it's very interesting that you say this because this has, that exact thing has been on my heart. I am a person who loves community, who wants to build community. And I think that is very lacking in the legal community, especially for women. I think that there is a very missed opportunity to be able to leverage your network and your community to be able to scale not only your business and your practice, but to enhance your life. And so Absolutely. with that, I am actually creating that space. I am creating the space that I always wanted and bringing women together to be able to have a retreat. This is not a boring CLE or, you know, this is a pantyhose free situation. We're in our yoga pants, but we're learning about ourselves. We're going to hear from industry experts and we're going to actually form a community of law minded women that can support each other in this space. It's so lacking and we need it. And I really want to create more opportunity for women to be able to lean into that space. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, tell me a little bit about your experience in big law. How, how many years did you practice on that? What did you like and what you, didn't you like? And why did you go in-house? So I was in big law, maybe a little over three years. And my experience was interesting. I will say, and I want to lead with this, I had one of the most incredible mentors. It was a man, um, a male partner, and he is still one of my dearest friends to this day and mentored me during that time as a baby lawyer and after actually helped me go in-house after. And so let me interrupt that, you just to, let me interrupt you just a second, because I want to comment on how valuable that is. Um, you know, so many folks become lawyers and they feel they don't get the mentoring or training they need. And they work with multiple different people, all of whom have different styles and different ways of communicating and they, and they flounder. So I, I'm glad you had that mentor. It really did because other than that, it was a very difficult time, right? It was, it was exactly what, you know, they say big law is. I remember after I, um, after I left that job and went in house, I remember driving home from work and it was actually light outside. And I looked around and I said, oh my God, look at all these people that drive home at a normal hour. That was the experience in big law. And it became very evident very quickly that that was not the life I wanted, but that was what I was told I was supposed to do in law school, right? Like that's the golden nugget they dangle out there is you go to big law, you do the do, you become partner. Like that's what they dangle out there. And I'm looking to my left and my right and I'm seeing these female partners who we're not very nice. We're not mentors to me. Um, we're certainly not excited to mentor or help the next generation. And I thought, my heavens, that's not the life I want. I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I find that I find that interesting. And I've heard that on on from other female lawyers that here you had this male mentor who was wonderful and guided you and supported you, but the senior women attorneys were not nice and were not supportive. 
any idea what that's about? Why it, why it was that way? Was it just the personalities of those particular people or is it something something else? Do you know, I think a lot of it is because it was done to them that that's then done to the next. It's like, it's uh, it's that almost that feeling of indoctrination, right? Like this is the way it is. This is what I went through. So I was treated like, this you know, way. I would treat right. this way. So I'll treat you this way too. Well, right. it'd be nice if somehow we can get the message out to change that, wouldn't it? You know? And that honestly is my mission. One female attorney at a time by creating community, by leaning in to helping each other and collaborating because better we're, we're better together. That is, that's what so many of these women have failed to see that we're so much better together. Um, but the narrative in the law is the exact opposite from that. And we have got to get away from that because it's just, it's not serving anybody. So I, I now know from what you said that you, you have a practice where you coach primarily or maybe exclusively women attorneys. Um, tell me what kind of problems they present to you that you help them solve. What, what are some of the typical situations or problems that they have? Overwhelm, trying to do it all. Honestly, it, it is a resounding uh, a resounding response. The overwhelm, trying to do it all, trying to balance life and law. I think that society has created a very bad narrative that we can somehow achieve this ever effervescent balance. Like it's up there in the universe and somehow we can get it. Like if we just do this or buy the right journal or listen to this podcast or read this book, that is all, it, it's just a fallacy. It's not right. It's, it's wrong. We, balance means equal. Life is never going to be equal. Life and law are never going to be equal, but we have women chasing this idea that they can get there. And it's actually just reinforcing the problem, making them feel guilty, making them feel more overwhelmed, that they have to do more, be more. And we have to unwind that. That is why women feel so overwhelmed is because not only are they like killing it in their job, but they're trying to kill it at home and they can't do everything. It's about learning to embrace the seasons that you're in in life, leaning into the imperfect with the right mindset so you can ask for help, so you can learn to delegate, so you can still set yourself up to win amidst the chaos. Life isn't slowing down. I think we all know that by now, but you are still in control of how you show up every day. Absolutely. You know, I, I've heard it called the achievement trap. Um, and I like what you said about you know, the journey. Life is a journey. It's not an event. And and I get hired by big law. And I think that's what I was searching for, the Holy Grail. But it's not that much fun. I'm getting paid a lot of money, but I'm not very happy. But I, I want to move up. And then I become a partner. And I think, well, now I've made it. But then that's not quite enough because I want more. And, and, and the job, the position, the title, the money never fulfills us. We're always looking for the next step, the more money, better title. And, and then we're like, why do I have all these things I was striving for and I'm still miserable? And, and I like that you talk about the journey because life is a journey and, and we need to enjoy the journey as it is, you know? It really is just about embracing that and giving yourself the compassion and grace to know that it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay for your values and your priorities to shift as you walk through this life. I wasn't the same person I was after I became a mom. That's okay. 
my values and priorities shifted. Things became more or less important to me based on that in my individual life. And that's okay. We have got to learn to give ourselves grace and compassion for that. Um, instead of just beating ourselves up with a stick because it doesn't seem like what we're supposed to quote unquote, you can't see me, but quote unquote, supposed to be doing. Right. Grace and compassion to ourselves is so important. Um, I think of how hard I have often been on myself and still am when I do something stupid, when I drop the glass of tea or when I'm going somewhere and I forget to bring with me what I needed, I start yelling at myself internally. Like, and we wouldn't talk, you wouldn't talk to your kids like that, but we talk to ourselves like that. And it's really important that we show grace to ourselves. It is. And I think that we lose that as lawyers. It's a very intense, demanding job. Oftentimes we lose just empathy for ourselves. You know, you get caught up in this legal profession. It's fast paced and you're, I mean, maybe like a little distant, you blah, blah, blah. And you're like, you know what I mean? Like you don't, um, I, I, I lost the word I was going to say, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Absolutely. So for the women lawyers you talk, you talk with who, um, are feeling so overwhelmed, how do you, what do you do to help them? How do you well, help them get past that feeling of overwhelm? Um, actually, I, it's very much my superpower um, because overwhelm is something that I have battled so much in my life. And um, overwhelm is that feeling, that feeling of anxiety, right? When we think we have to do everything at once. We think we have to do everything at once. And so it's really about helping my clients see things from a different perspective in a way that maybe they could not see because they are so overwhelmed in the moment with what is happening. That's what I think a really good coach does is able to, you know, offer a different perspective and then offer, you know, tools and modalities of, of ways that they can maybe look and do things differently. Um I always, always, always start with a values exercise. I think that it is so important to get clear on what your values and priorities are first and foremost, because then you can make decisions from that space. And the surest cure to overwhelm every single time is action, is action. So I always, I have a little four-step breakdown um, that I'd love to share with you, um, but it's a little four-step breakdown that I give my clients and I use it myself because it is so easy. And when I'm getting caught up in the moment of, oh my gosh, I feel overwhelmed, like I've got to do all the things, um, I ask myself these four questions and I say, who am I? And only you know who you are, right? Like I am Aaron, I am a capable, smart Woman, I can do hard things. I can figure things out. I am capable. I can do this. How do I feel? And this is where you have to give yourself grace and compassion and just be honest and acknowledge how you feel. Are you feeling scared? Are you feeling doubtful? Are you feeling like an imposter? Are you feeling like you don't know enough? What are you feeling? It's okay. Just acknowledge it. Let it be there. Say hi to it. And then what do you need? What do you need? Do you need to take a break? Do you need to change your perspective? Do you need to flip your thought? Do you need to take a walk? Do you need to call a loved one? What is something you can do? One small thing. It doesn't need to be big. What's one small thing you can do to remove the friction based on what you need? Those are the four steps. Who am I? How do I feel? What do I need? 
And what is one thing I can do right now to remove some friction from my life? That's great. And and you use that with your clients who are overwhelmed and that four-step process helps them. It, it really does. I also um, help them walk through their to-do list. We oftentimes have 10 to-do lists. I was, I was a victim of that. I had to-do lists on my phone, one here. I had sticky notes everywhere. And when you actually do the exercise of getting your entire to-do list, not only work, but personal things that have been nagging you, like all the things, and you get them down, you can actually give your brain a visual that that is impossible and no human being could actually accomplish all of those tasks. So with that knowledge and what your priorities are for the day, for the week, for the month, what can you delegate? What can you let go? What can you get rid of? What do you need? What is a priority? Those are the ways in which you take back control of your schedule. And so you somebody, work with your clients on their specific tasks. There are 20 matters they have to work on and figure, go through that process. What can you delegate and what can someone else do and what do you need to do first? That kind of thing. It's a very individualized process. And I yes. think we, as lawyers, we think we do have to do everything. And the answer is like, if I said like, what about this? Well, oh my gosh, I can't do that. Well, I can't say no to that client. I can't say no to that partner. I can't say no. But is that really true? Yes. Can you not? Yes, you can say no. People say and, no all the, the time. Answer, the answer, like you said, is is getting into some action and not staying in the overwhelm. If I have to get up top of a mountain, it may look so imposing, but I just have to take the first step. If I just think oh. I'll never get up there, I'll never get up there. But if I start walking, soon I say, well, look how far you've come, you know. And you're giving your brain evidence that it works. Your brain wants evidence that it's working because our brain's job is to keep us safe. That's why we yes. like to hang out in our comfort zone a lot. But when you take one small step, you're giving your brain evidence that it works and to keep going. Absolutely. So for the female lawyer who's listening to you today, who's feeling stuck and frustrated and overwhelmed and questioning her existence, before she calls you, because that would be the answer to my question, call me right away. But what should she do if she's sitting there just so frustrated and overwhelmed and questioning her own existence as a lawyer? I really encourage her to get a journal and to just, and even if it feels awkward, I, I honestly, I'm just going to give you permission right now, regardless of what it feels like, is to really just sit down with a journal and ask yourself, what you want. If money wasn't an issue, if you knew you couldn't fail, if time wasn't a problem, if if you knew everything was going to work out better than you could ever have imagined, what would you want? Because frankly, when someone asked me that question, my first coach, I had no idea what to even say. I was like a deer in headlights. No one had ever asked me that. So for someone who's like, I don't even know if I want to be a lawyer. I don't know if I need to go in house. I don't know. I don't know you have the first step is really sitting down and getting clear on what it is you want, what it is important to you. If family is important to you, then probably working 80 hours a week is not conducive and is not going to line up with those priorities and values. And so we have got to figure out something that's going to work, right? So that is a great place to start. And I also encourage women to form a community. There are so many women in the law who also want community, who just need each other, who just 
want to be heard and say, God, I understand that. That happened to me today too. Man, I feel that way. I see you. Not like I'm judging you or that makes you weak or vulnerable. Like find your tribe. Like I said, I am creating that in a retreat space, but you can you can create that yourself. You know, I think that's really so important. And I know your focus is women attorneys, and, and I think their needs are particularly powerful. Men attorneys need community too, because yeah. men have this particular trait of having to seem like they're invincible and very, very competitive. And so the, the men attorneys in the firm are often trying to beat out the other guy and, and they feel so alone, you know, doing that. So community is so important. Um, I, I think that's really great. I also like what you said about that lawyer should step back and see what they really want in their life. We don't do that often enough. We we get out of law school, you got the job of your dreams and, and you did question yourself and you question yourself for the next job and question yourself really as a mother, what am I, what is my identity? And that's how you got to where you are today. Um, but so often we, we think when we get that job in big law or wherever we are, we, we can't leave it. We have the prestige. We have the title. This is what I what I tried to get. This was my goal. Now I have it and I'm not happy. And if I stop it, I'll be a failure. And all that is a, a red light story we tell ourselves. We should figure out what we want in our life. If we're talented enough to come out of law school and get that job of our dreams, we're talented enough to do anything we choose to do. And sometimes we just get stuck not realizing we have that choice. Because we also think that we have to know the next perfect step. The next, we get very caught in like, then if I'm going to do something next, or if I'm going to make a move, it has to be the next perfect thing. You just need to move, right? You just That's have to start taking steps in the right direction. The how will reveal itself along the way. You just have to keep moving. But if you are waiting for the perfect moment, the perfect job, the perfect thing, you are going to be waiting a long time. No one is coming. No one is well coming. Said. Well said. Well said. Famous Mel Robbins quote, no one is coming. <laughs> well said. I remember hearing how many times Thomas Edison failed in designing the light bulb. It was like a thousand. And the point is, we learn from every one of those. We learn from the. We learn more from the things that don't work out right than we do from the things that do. If I have a day when everything's going great, everything just falls in line. I have a good day. I'm happy. I didn't learn a darn thing. But it's only when I do something wrong, I say something I shouldn't, um, make a choice that doesn't work out right. That's when I really learn and grow. Yep, it's all an opportunity. Like I, nothing is a failure. It's all an opportunity. Well said. Erin, what do you find most fulfilling professionally? What I find most fulfilling professionally is being able to leverage and create a community that helps other women scale and grow their businesses and also helps them grow personally. That is what sets me on fire. I love people. It is Absolutely. That is my superpower. And I um, just find great connection and power in being together with other powerful women. And that is what is going to take you to the next level. I had a coach one time tell me that relationship capital is way more valuable than the dollar amount in your bank account. And I truly, truly believe that because I think that if we are together leveraging all of these badass women, like magic is going to happen. Magic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
Aaron, I, I know you've been through an interesting journey with big law, in-house, mother, social selling, coaching, and of course you're still a mother, um, but is there anything about your life that you would change? And if so, what? And if not, why not? Oh, not a thing. You know, I used to think um, about five or so years ago, maybe a little bit more, my husband and I went through basically a financial rebuild. It was a place I never thought I would find myself. And I spent many days and nights lying awake, wondering how in the world this had happened to us, right? But I am not a victim. I am not a victim. My husband is not a victim. My kids are not a victim. And I am not going to show up as a victim. And I remember being like, I'm in control of this. I can change my destiny and I'm in control. So no, I don't regret anything. Every single thing God put in my way was a lesson to build me to the woman that I am today. Without all of that experience, I wouldn't be the Aaron Gurner who can show up and really serve and help these women in a powerful way. That's wonderful. Being a victim never serves us, does it? It's just no. uh, self-absorbed, feeling sorry for ourselves. And, and instead of looking at that setback, uh, whatever happened as something we can learn from, may we just learn patience, acceptance, and tolerance, if nothing more, but may we learn something, something more than that. Um, Aaron, I call this podcast The Free Lawyer, not because lawyers are free, but because it's all about how we as attorneys in our profession can really create true personal freedom. What does personal freedom mean to you? Personal freedom means to me, it means peace. It means joy. It means happiness. It means fulfillment. It means help for myself and my family. Um, that is what personal freedom feels like to me. Fantastic. So for the, the women attorneys who are listening, who'd like to get in touch with you, um, how can they do that? And you mentioned a retreat. Um, tell us a little bit more about that. Yes. So the retreat is happening May 4th through 7th in the Texas Hill Country. Um, spaces are limited, but it is going to be incredible. I am bringing in some amazing talent that is not going to only, like I said, help you grow and scale your business, but is there are going to be elite coaches there that are going to also help you take those skills and your life to the next level. I always say that it's about putting yourself in the rooms with the right people. That is how you get to where you want to go faster and with greater speed, right? Like you put yourselves in the room and I also want, like I said, want to form this community of law-minded women who are here to support and uplift each other. And I just see this as a movement starting and creating itself. Um, so yeah, the retreat is happening May 4th through 7th. Um, you can go to my website, www.erengurner.com. Find out more information about me. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Erin um, Gurner, G-E-R-N-E-R. -E same on um, Instagram but I would love to connect with you. And if you are a woman in the law who is looking for community, I am your girl. And I would love to tell you more um, about the retreat for women in the law. Erin, uh, that's fantastic. I, I just want to thank you for what you do. Um, helping women in the law the way you do and serving them. It, it's so, so needed. And, and I, I'm sure I could see how you're so fulfilled when you take that woman lawyer who's overwhelmed and burned out and help her create joy and peace and freedom in her life. 
It really is. It um, it sets my soul on fire every day. And that's why I get up and do this work. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you, Aaron, for joining us today. And thank you all for listening. And as always, please be well, be safe and be free. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Free Lawyer Podcast. Wherever you are listening, if you enjoyed what I shared, please leave me a rating and review. I would appreciate hearing more about what you like best and what topics you might like me to cover in future episodes. If you are interested in experiencing a more fulfilling and a more successful life, please contact me at www.garymiles.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me so I can learn more about you, your challenges, and your dreams. I appreciate each and every one of you and have a great rest of your day. Thanks to all of you for your support.